tonight um there were some was some redskins uh news tonight or this week um well, i'm excited about it there sorry i got a headache anyway yeah we signed our Darren has a headache. headache he's feeling like it's like uh that's what she 1998 said. with a good old north turner in charge that's what she said or yeah about about game seven you're just like uh you're sitting there rubbing your temples going, oh, my God, we suck so bad. North Turner's such a horrible coach. Uh, <laughs> I know. I went through more Excedrin that year. <laughs> uh, anyway, anywho. 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 So, in the world of the Redskins, you know, it, it, it's been a while since we had a, uh, a bit of a time since we got a podcast. Yeah, like uh, like we're um, we're we're approaching the uh, two week. We we still you know we're still within the second week, but you know it's slack. Yeah, it's slack. And we always we are almost almost into training camp. We are so close, but it has been in Redskins standards especially a dead off season. It really has, and we always make up for it. We'll we'll still knock out at least fifty two episodes of the year, so uh, we're not too worried about that. Oh yeah. Um. But there is a couple of things we can talk about. Yeah, there's plenty to talk about now. We're getting ready to roll into training camp. Um, everyone's pretty much on vacation, but the Redskins in the last two days, um, and Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the Redskins have signed, I believe, three draft picks, including one of our uh, second-rounders and our third-rounder and uh, the Ray Guy Award winner for college football in uh, 2006. Dude, I didn't even hear that they signed one of our second rounders. The last time I heard it was just that Reinhardt guy and below. And who? And people below, you know, lower rate, lower round. Signings. Oh, yeah, the Redskins have signed uh, Chad Reinhardt, um, Brooks, the second rounder, the uh, the third second rounder that they drafted, which everyone thought they were going to pick first. No, I'm sorry, Kelly, not Kelly. Kelly, Kelly. They, Kelly. they were going to pick first in the second round. And uh, Durant Brooks, who uh, the, the Georgia Tech Ramblin' Rex product, who uh, run the, won the Ray Guy Award as the top hunter in college football last year, and who is going to give Derek Frost a run for his money, and I think is going to put Grant in the training camp this year. You think so? I, I think so. I, I go 100% on that. As a matter of fact, I think Derek Frost is uh, done. He's done? As a Washington Redskins. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Even after that, that even after that 110-yard field goal he kicked, it's on YouTube. 
No, no, let's squeeze them, man, taking that 110 yarder. Uh, and, and really, that was. Uh, we're, talk, uh, we're, uh, we're, we're talking punters right now. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're actually talking about John Adams. They thought that was a. Um, um, Sean Sweezen kicking that, but that was John Adams sneaking onto the field and kicking that. That's, that's right, that's right, that's right. That was Sean Sweezen. That was me. That was me. That was me actually kicking that. No, uh, Sean Sweezen was actually seriously. hanging out in the uh, big hot tub with John Jansen and uh, and uh, uh, Kate Reebok and their, uh, you know, their brains hanging out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like they like to do. Or at least Kate Reebok apparently likes to do. Sorry about that. Too much, too much, uh, too much, much information. Too much brood. I blame. I blame those guys. Sick. <laughs> um. So yeah. So do you know the details of the signings then? The uh. Well, I've got some of the details down. Um, let me bring it up here on the uh, good old CPU. We've got um, Malcolm Kelly, of course, the second rounder from Oklahoma, who a lot of people thought was a character issue, but apparently went to uh, Kenya. Recently, and did some humanitarian work, and has been, you know, he seems kind of like one of those guys who may not be the best to get along with, but does a lot of the good work and a lot of the things that that good people do as yeah. far as the community is concerned and things like that. You know, he's like, well, you know, I don't get along with everyone, but I can, you know, I care about people and I do things. But right. I just sit at home and like, you know, do do whatever. But apparently, he signed a uh, four-year, three point three six million dollar contract. Um, a, a good example of how having three second-round picks is still going to equate less on the salary cap than one, like, top ten pick. Yeah. Along the lines of a Champ Bailey or Harrington or some of those well, nature. You know, I think that, uh, what's his name, Serato, has been smart about that. I think he's been... You know, I hate to say it, but I think he might be right. No, seriously. I mean, if you think about it, you know, he's been holding off, holding off, holding off. You know, and signing these guys, and it, it really is has you know freed up the the money, and and you know, they haven't committed, so they've had options. Now they're getting to a point where where they're starting to to make commitments to these guys. Well, I think you know we've been talking the last few years about how the Redskins have just somehow been able to kind of supplant the salary cap. Like every year they sign people to big contracts, and then they'll restructure everyone's contract like the top seven guys on the team tend to restructure the contract so there's more money up front and they're bumping back the big money and I think this is the year that it caught up. Right. So I don't think we really have a choice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they talk the big talk saying, oh, we could draft or, or trade our pick and this pick and that pick to get this guy and, and get a first rounder and blah, blah, blah. I don't think the Redskins have really had that choice this year without completely you know, mortgaging out and, and just selling out the uh, the the entire team and having nothing in the future. I think this is, as far as the Redskins are concerned with the salary cap, I think this is a rebuilding year. Yep. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't think it's a rebuilding year, dude. I think it's I, you know, I, I, That's not maybe the best way to describe it. I think as far as the Redskins are concerned with the salary cap, I think it's a rebuilding year. I don't think it's a rebuilding year as far as personnel because I think we got a lot of quality players, um, you know, rolling as we go into what we're talking about here with the uh, with the guys that have been signed in the last couple of days, like uh, Chad Reinhardt, I think. Right. I think is a future long-term starter on the offensive line, a la Russ 
Grimm, Joe Jacoby, someone that can play guard and tackle. Those are big words. I think this guy, dude, dude, is huge. I think this guy is going to be big time. I have a, I, the day they drafted him, I looked him up and I did some research on him. I think he's going to be huge. Okay, well, he's going to be a starter before the end of the year. Hold on. Uh oh. Spaghetti-os. Show them your old face. Yo, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's time. It's time for the old report. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice catch, Aaron. Um, Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think that Chad Reinhardt is going to be a big-time starter. I don't know if he'll ever be a Pro Bowl type of player, but he is going to be a guy who is going to be a stalwart on this offensive line for 10 years. A hogwart? A stalwart. Same here. That reminds me. Speaking of bog warts, um, the uh, someone wrote in and told us on on all that stuff is a burgundy and gold. If you're saying Hogwarts, I'll throw that in there. Dude, yeah, what are you gonna say? Someone wrote in and told us that if the Redskins were to start the season right now, they're the only team in the NFL with all of their offensive line starters over 30 years old. Really? That's experience. That's true. That's experience. That's experience. Experience breaking their legs. Experience, uh, experience. breaking their ankles and tearing their Achilles. Um, you know, Jansen is awesome. If you could stay healthy, it'd be great. Um, yeah, but, but, but Daniels has been strong. But dude, Kendall, look, look yeah, at it. it I just want to say this. I got to say this because you're bringing that up, okay? Yeah. Look yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Look back at Redskins history. Look at what George Allen did. He got rid of all the young whippersnappers and brought in a bunch of old guys. It was the over the hill game. But I got to compare them, and I hate to do this, but I got to compare them. I think it was the 2005 Raiders. Yeah. It might have been 2005. It might, I don't know. It was earlier than that. But the Raiders that came in and they went to the Super Bowl and they had basically they had the over the hill game because they had that quarterback. Um, and I, the name escapes me now, but he was a Redskin back in the, like, the early to mid-90s for a year. Um, and, and you know, they went in there and they basically got their butts with. Huh. Well, so, but, yeah, I, I, it, that's cool and all, but we, we need we need the Stefan Hires. We need the Chad Reinhardts. We need those guys to come in because, I mean, not only – I mean, Stefan Hires is, is a young guy. He's only, like, 23 or 24. But other than that, who are the other backups on the line? You know, we've got that dude that used to play for Dallas that backed up at guard last year and was completely overwhelmed in the last few games yeah. as right guard. Yeah. Um, it, 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 that's, that's definitely an area that needs a lot of play. And I thought the Redskins made a great draft pick with Reinhardt um, in the third round. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we just need more next year. Because they're, you know, those guys are battling it out, and they're warriors, and they're good. But when they get hurt, they get hurt generally pretty bad. Right. And, you know, they're not getting any younger. But if the whole line, as it is right now, can stay healthy, those guys are going to be solid as a rock. I would agree. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal opinion. No, I agree with you. If they can stay healthy. So, so... So what about Brooks and Kelly? Can we talk about those guys? Yeah, what do you think, Aaron? Well, I didn't even know they signed Kelly. Did you hear the terms? Yes, yes, the terms. Yeah, dude, yeah. The 
terms with Kelly, what did I say? Yeah, four years, $3.36 million. $3 million oh, which, that was Kelly? I thought you said that was yeah. Reinhardt. No, no, my bad. No, that was Kelly. Well, I may have said that was Reinhardt, but, uh, you know, it's Saturday. I've been grilling out all afternoon. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kelly signed for four years, $3.36 million, and he was the third of the second-round picks, I believe. Yes, I know for a fact. And, uh, you know... And that just tells me that signing all three of our second-round picks is going to be cheaper than signing, like, a top-five, top-ten pick. Right. Um, Reinhardt signed. He only signed for, like, $1.2 million for three or four years. Man. So, like I was saying, that goes back to my saying. I, the Redskins are not in a rebuilding year, but as far as the salary cap and the way they've been bumping back all those, those high-end salaries and giving them the front-end signing bonuses and rewriting the, the – the terms and everything, I think this is the year where they're kind of resetting the but, salary cap of the parents. But, you know, maybe not rebuilding on that on that front. But maybe. Yeah, not rebuilding. But, not but rebuilding. But I think definitely will some, some reorganizing. I mean, you know, new coach, yeah. and you always go through all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think you're right, Josh. We're seeing a lot of guys like a Sam Hollenbach, who was a stalwart on um, the practice squad, and he was active for a couple of games last year. He is so cut. Right. Um, a lot of those guys that have been around a little bit, uh, you know, um, who was that defensive back that I was really high on that got cut the other, like, last week? Uh, Eubanks guy? Uh, Eubanks. Yeah, yeah, Eubanks. Eubanks. Yeah, he got, he got totally cut. So, you know, guys like that that have been kind of building up a little bit, Dude. those kind of guys... They're, they're seeing the door right now, you know. You know, Zorn, Tim Zorn, um, Zorn, 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 Aaron <laughs> Zorn. Zorn. Um, <laughs> man, Aaron, yeah, you weren't totally up to now. He wants to bring in his own guy, you know. <laughs> I know, but you know, Eubanks, he's, I think he's like eternal, eternal practice squad material. I, you know, I have a feeling, I mean, you know, I might be wrong, but they'll sign him to the practice squad again. <laughs> Fred, he's better than Daryl Pound. Daryl Pound. Daryl Pound. Pound. It was Daryl Pound. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm going to get a clip of Sam Huff saying that. Oh, man, that'll be good. You got burned there. It's Daryl Pound. Um, in other news, the Redskins are still going to uh, be able to stay the Redskins. Oh, yeah. Yep. On a technicality again. A federal judge in Washington, D.C. has ruled that the Redskins' name is not a, um offensive name. So they didn't actually rule that. Yeah. They said well, yeah, that's something not like, exactly what it was. That was, that was misleading. Um that that article actually uh, not misleading at all like we like to mislead you guys. Um, but what they said basically, the judge said, quote, and this is from the AP, the youngest of the seven Native American plaintiffs waited too long after turning 18 to file the lawsuit that attempts to revoke the Redskins trademarks. Um, there's a statute of limitations on rulings of that nature, and I think it's like 18 months or something, if I remember correctly, from last year when this case first came to trial. Um, and it took a hell of a long time to come around. Um, yeah, basically the judge was like, well, that you can't bring this case with that person because she waited too long. Um, and that was their hope because they had hoped she hadn't 
good as Jerome. So they're going to have to challenge it in a different way. But he did not rule on whether it was offensive or not. He just ruled that technically she can't bring the case. And she was the youngest of the plaintiffs. So, uh, what the heck are you talking about? Why does it matter how young they are? They don't legally use that. This is all statute of limitations. Once you turn 18, according to the, the way this, uh, this particular law works, once you turn 18, you can't, uh, you only have a certain amount of time, and I believe it's 18 months after your 18th birthday, or it might have been two years or something like that. I don't know for sure. I'm sure, I'm sure Danny could tell us something well, about dude. that, or <laughs> our buddy Danny. Yeah. But, but the point is, she waited too long, um, the statute of limitations expired, and so it's like, it doesn't matter if you want to bring this lawsuit or not, it's been too long. It doesn't matter how you feel, how you were wrong, the law says it's too late. Dude, seriously. It comes down to it, too so, late. So you're telling me that when I turned 18, if I had brought up a case against the Boston Red Sox because I thought it was a derogatory term against my sock, my favorite sock. Yeah. That. If you brought it up like, within, like, within days of your 18th birthday or 18 months or whatever the statute of limitations is, then yes, you would have had a case. But what they're saying is that she waited too long or the lawyers waited too long to talk her into it or how it works. You know? Right. But they did not address the core issue as, as to whether the name Washington Redskins is offensive. So, uh, so that was not addressed at all. It was just, it was just a technicality. That was it. It's like as if you got a ticket and they said, "Oh, they put the wrong date on here, thrown out," or they put it's the wrong like happened. they put the wrong like intersection or something. Yeah, exactly. Or they said, as in they say in New York City, the yellow lines are not necessarily uh, are not necessarily accurate on the curb as to whether you can or can't park there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I got you. So anyway, the Washington yeah. Redskins get to remain the Washington Redskins as we know it for now. Save again. Mm-hmm. But what yeah, happened, just, just just um, file this away in the back of everybody's mind out there. What happens if that goes the other way at some point? And yeah. the Redskins are forced, forced to, to change their name. But, you know, basically, I mean, I can see both sides of the argument. But, you know, you guys need to go after the Cleveland Indians. Because you got this cartoon character Indian dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least we're like, like showing a real like almost. Yeah, who's like like almost purple and is basically a cartoon <laughs> character. And then you've got the name of the Redskins. The name the Redskins, which is named after the original coach of the Washington Redskins. Right. You know, it's. You know, Dude, we could always keep the name. We could keep the name and change the logo to a redskin peanut that has yeah, there you go, has feathers on it or something. You know, I really hate the Boston Celtics because I have Celtic heritage. (laughs) Do you have anything else better to do? Anyway, Celtic heritage. There you go. Enough talk about that, I guess. Outstanding, dude. Outstanding. I, I have 100% Celtic heritage. I, I, you know, if you're gonna say Celtic, where are you going with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have to talk well, about? Well, we have to talk something. about. Uh, here's something. Here's something. We were throwing this out before the podcast, and and I think we got in a pretty good debate about this. So I want to bring it up again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's been a bunch of stuff on the internet uh, this past week about where is Brett Favre gonna go this year. 
Is he is he going to go back to the Packers? Um, if so, probably won't play. Well, I would say he would not play. I would I would feel comfortable saying he will not play if he goes back to the Packers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let me give the update as of uh, ESPN.com at this moment of recording. Um, the deal is what they were saying before is that you know there were reports as I'm sure you guys have heard this week out there. Um, he wants to come back. Oh, he doesn't want to come back. He sent a text message to the owner. Um, basically, what they're saying right now is Brett Favre said, I want to come back. They said no. He asked for his unconditional release. Uh, the Packers said, we're going to, if you want to be released, you have to reply for reinstatement to the NFL and you're under our contract. And if that is the case, we want you to be the backup. <laughs> and that is the up-to-date on Saturday mm-hmm. night issue of it. They want him to come back as a backup. And the reason and the reason I'm bringing this up is because there was a lot of stuff on the internet about where he might go otherwise, and one of the things that came up was, you know, could Brett Favre be a Redskin? And, right. and you know, hey, I gotta say that I think that's crappy on the part of the Packers to to do that. To, to do it the way that they're doing it. Now, granted, Brett Favre hasn't been uh, you know, immediately forthcoming in his decision to either stay or go. Um, but still, you know, look what the guy's done for the for that that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To encapsulate that, you know, every year for the last three or four years, is Brent Favre going to retire? Right. Is he not going to retire? Kind of drags on for a while. But uh, what did the Packers go last year? Thirteen and three or something. I believe it was 13 and 3. Didn't they have the second best record in the NFC? Didn't he take them deep into the playoffs? Hasn't he won a Super Bowl? <laughs> Hasn't he won? He's gone to two Super Bowls and won one of them. I, He's been consistent. How can you go 13 and 3 and not want your quarterback back? What is their problem? Well, they've got this this young guy, and I think that they're going, you know, oh, Brett's back another year. Keep this guy on the bench. Oh, Brett's back another year. I mean, you know, it's kind of like. Okay, they need to start putting their time and effort into the next Brett Favre or the next right. big name for the Packers. And but and then, but you know, if Brett Favre thinks he's got another year in him, I mean, yeah, he's getting old, but you know, dude can still play. And dude, Horsemouth won two Super Bowls for the the the, uh, <laughs> the Denver Broncos like way after he lost four in a row. Seriously, bring him back. That's what I'm saying. But, but what we're trying to bring up here, what we're trying to bring up is, is would he be a good fit with the Washington Redskins? What would it do to the Redskins' dynamics, as we know it, if Brett Favre became a Redskin? And this and is, according to ESPN tonight, they're not going to release him. They want to trade him. <laughs> what would the Redskins give up? And should the Redskins give up anything to get Brett Favre? And Nothing. what would that do, as you were saying, to Jason Campbell and the psyche of Jason Campbell? Dude, the Redskins shouldn't give up anything. Well, that's what I was going to say. This is a good topic. And, and anybody listening yeah. to this, you know, we're not talking about some Joe Schmo that nobody knows about. We're, I mean, Brett Favre has been a quality quarterback for years. And, and, Hall of Famer. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Hall of and, Famer. And if, you know, those of you that are listening, if you have – thoughts about this, I would love to read and or hear what you have to say. You know, so I mean, shoot us an email at RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com or, um, you know, or give us a call um, on the hog line at 
1-800-285-1251 and uh, leave us a message and let us know what you think about this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's a good one because Josh and I were talking about this before we went on the air tonight. And my, my fear is that, well, one, Dan Snyder's eyes are as big as saucers and he's like, Burn forth! Oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to put him in every six flags in the country <laughs> and make him run roller coasters and then put him on the field and then make him work at Johnny Rockets. And, you know, it's, it's bring him in and, you know, it's, it's like it's almost like it's the kind of situation that Dan Snyder can't avoid. So it'd be very interesting to see what he does with that. Right. You know. No. I mean, all of this talk maybe for naught, but it. You know, it, it's an interesting thought. Interesting thought. So it's a very interesting thought. What was I saying about it? That we were, you and I were like debating on it. Well, no, you were saying it would be the end of. It would ruin Jason Campbell. You were saying that's it would, right. You were saying it would ruin Jason Campbell because. You know, mm-hmm. even I think even if Brett Favre came in as the backup, you know, mm-hmm. here's Jason Campbell. Go ahead and say it, John. Tell, I mean, say what you said. Okay. I I don't believe that Jason, that that Brett Favre will go in as the backup anywhere. No way. I don't think he would accept being the backup on any team. And I think if it came to to the Washington Redskins as as the starter, that it would ruin the psyche of Jason Campbell. And, and basically ruin Jason Campbell for the Redskins. He would be around for a couple more years, and then he would move on. And it might and ruin his career. Our tails. It, 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 yeah, it could ruin his career, kind of like uh, uh, Patrick Ramsey. And, and, Josh, you made a very good point of this. Well, this is where I was saying. Uh, I was like, we now, now, I don't think you could compare the two because, I mean, I think Jason Campbell, uh, you know, Patrick Ramsey is not even half the quarterback that, that Jason Campbell ha- is as, yeah, far as, as far as having the talent tough. and the ability. I mean, yeah, yeah. Patrick Ramsey was tough. You can't, you can't question his toughness. Right. He was very tough, but, but uh, um, as far as talent and as far as, as, as being a starting quarterback, a quality quarterback in the NFL, yeah, I agree 100%. He was tough, and he took a lot of abuse because of uh, Steve Spurrier, yeah. who basically ruined his career. But I think he's just... But, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Missing, either he was beaten down too much or he's just missing something that... that, that Campbell has. He's missing something. But but you know, I mean this is a conversation because if Brett Favre even if he came in as a backup, you know, we got the whole Todd Collins situation. I mean, look what Todd Collins did last year when he stepped in, uh, when Campbell got hurt. If Campbell did, did get hurt and on the practice squad. Right. Dude, Brett Favre's not gonna come in as a backup, so you might as well not even talk about it. Well, this is that's the whole thing. I mean, that's the whole thing. What if? I mean, what if? Because Dan Snyder and Serato. You never you know, know with the Redskins. I mean, they haven't done anything funky so far, really. So, I mean, it, it's not out of the question for them to <laughs> yeah. go, hey, let's pull out our, you know, mulligan on this one and say, you know, we haven't done anything yet. Let's do this. this is the, why, what is the, why would they not say, oh, my God, he took a bunch of first and second and a couple of third-year players, basically, and the Packers, who have been in rebuilding for a couple of years, right. and took them to a 13-3 and record. What can he do with us this year? Right, exactly. And he knows the West Coast offense. And anybody... Probably I mean, better than Campbell does at this point. And, what What is to keep them from breaking him in this year? And you know the players would... It, it, it's almost like commanding immediate respect. If he comes in, mm-hmm. he's going to have the respect of the younger guys, the players. I mean, they're going to know this is Brett Favre. I mean, you got Todd Collins, who they keep yeah. calling the veteran, but what has he really done? He's, he's, he's held a clipboard. 
I mean, you got Brett, Brett Favre, who is this veteran that's, you know, look, we've talked about what he's done. I mean, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Hall of Famer. So, I mean, just think about that. Absolutely. Drop us a line at Harry Hogs, uh, Redskins fan at HarryHogsFootball.com or give us a call and tell us what you think. And we'll put your, uh, we'll put your comments on the podcast. 206-426-1251. Yeah, this is. 426-1251. So anyway, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, I think it would be, you know, like you said, John, that'd be a good debate to, uh, to have people chime in on. That's a good one. I mean, and, you know, should he come in? Should they drop, you know, drop a, a draft pick or, or a, a current player to Green Bay to get in? That's a real tough one, you know, and, and what they were saying recently, it's like Baltimore might be a good fit for him, but, you know, you can't, you, you can never discount the Danny and his, his yes man, Vinny, to say, oh, we'll take Brett Favre. It's not and, happening. And, and is that the route that they want to go? It's not happening. Aaron officially says, not happening. Well, you know, it could be a long shot, but we'll, we'll see. I, I, I'd love to hear people's thoughts anyway. Hey, dude, if that happens... I would not be surprised on anything that those guys do. Dudes, if that happens, I will wear a cowboy shirt for opening day. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah, because it's not going to happen. Dude, drop it like a big A-bomb, man. You guys are crazy. Turn it on episode 129, and... John and I get to pick the shirt. How's that, Aaron? <laughs> like a pink promo jersey? Pink P.O. jersey, maybe? Pilar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Aaron, you, wow, okay. Oh, man. I just hope he goes and well, talks to the Redskins so that at least Aaron will sweat a little bit. Yeah, I want to call Aaron and be like, dude, how's your, how's your bureau hanging up? Hey, there? hey, uh, I hear Fars in Washington today. <laughs> Um, Ooh, wow. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, that, that was pretty gutsy. I got to hand it to you, man. That was, that was, that was pretty, uh, that was pretty far esque. Well, dudes, um, John put something on the website about this, and, uh, and I'll go ahead and, and put it out there, too. Um, you know, I'm really bummed. I, uh, I was, I was so looking forward to being able to go to the, um, the Hall of Fame induction and the, uh, Hall of Fame game with you guys. Um, unfortunately. However, unfortunately, uh, my uh, my mom is having a surgery. Aaron and I's mom, and I'm going to be the, the being that I'm the closest. I'm the uh, I'm going to go and, and help her out for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, dude, we're playing the good son, which, so, which is pretty sweet. So it's cool, and uh, and you guys, um, I, I'm unable to go, uh, but you guys go and have fun in, in my stead. I'm sure you, you know we'll be on the phone. Um, but. Uh, that said, I guess my uh, my ticket to the induction and to the Hall of Fame game is up for grabs. And I think, John, I think you guys stuck it on eBay so that we could uh, see if we could uh, get some get somebody that would want to go with you guys. And uh, since we got the ticket, so yeah, it'd be sweet. There's it's uh it's actually it is on eBay, and you can link to it from the front page of uh, our website, HarryHogsFootball.com, H-A-R-R-Y-Hogsfootball.com. Um, if you go down for a couple of articles, you see the vote yes on number 81 Hall of Fame checkmark uh, logo with the uh, article. You can click on that and go right to the, uh, the auction. And there's a buy it now, too, on there. And you can uh, link right to that. It's ending on Sunday night, so uh, 
if you want to come and hang out with Aaron and I, and uh, I know a couple of our listeners, um, um, Tom's Trivia, Mr. Uh, Mr. Tom's going to be there. Tom Humphrey. He's going to be there. Uh, Forrest George, another guy, but, uh, another longtime listener, avid listener, and a contributor to Air Hog Football is going to be there as well. We're going to be hanging with him. Um, and speaking of Tom's Trivia, it's still going on. Um, you can still link to it every week from the top of the uh, from the top of the website, and we're going to be going live with that again. Um, well, mostly live with that again here in a couple weeks once training camp starts. I think is when uh, we're going to be uh, starting off again with questions online and on the podcast with Tom's Trivia. But yeah, if you go to uh, the website and you look for the Hall of Fame Enshrined and Game with Harry Hog Football um, link, you can uh, check that out if you want to come and hang out with us. Um, Obviously, you have to get yourself there to a camp in Ohio and, and hotel and all that stuff. But uh, and you have to wear you know, a Levar Arrington jersey. And Levar Arrington jersey. <laughs> I'm just um, and you know, give Aaron a ring or a, a, a sorry a shout at uh, Aaron at HarrisHogFootball.com if you have any questions on that. Um, go to uh, eBay and uh, the tickets and everything. Oh, oh, oh go to eBay and buy the tickets. Yeah, go to eBay and buy the tickets first. Yeah. yeah. Um, one more thing, we were we were all planning to wear our um, that logo shirt to the game to the Hall of Fame game induction. Vote yes for eighty one. It's the T shirt with the logo actually that's on that article. Yeah, it's the Harry Hall T shirt that we were selling. We were we were trying to you know uh, promote our month and some post ball yard signs and T shirts and whatnot. But um, if anybody wants out, if anybody uh, wants those, you need to get them before the uh, get them before the induction happens because. Uh, after that happens, we'll lock them in the Harry Hall vault forever. Or at least. Yeah, Aaron and I are going to be wearing our Vote Yes for 81 yellow t-shirts um, and hoping to uh, get a, a spot on television during the Hall of Fame game, which will be on that Sunday night, August 3rd. I think it's on NBC or ABC or, or something, BC, right. ABC, mm-hmm. BBC. <laughs> so if you want to watch the game with us, if you want to watch the game with us, dudes, go ahead and get your ticket. Go to our page and link to the eBay auction yeah yeah dude come on out man and that's that's a uh area of ohio that i've spent a little bit of time in and uh yeah we'll hang out and uh you know and i'll miss you guys an adult marriage, and, and josh you're the man that's, mm-hmm. that's very awesome that you're going to be staying in and hooking your mom up because she's having like knee surgery correct yeah knee replacement yeah. yeah it's very nice of you dude to take that on that responsibility to sacrifice yourself so that I can go to the game. Yeah. Take your one for the Anyway, let's we need to wrap this thing up because I got a bad storm coming in as usual. I got you. Well well that said then let's move right into our um our new segment that we talked about doing last week. And we got an email um from from Kate. From Kate, a listener from Kate. So our new segment is called Where Are They Now? <laughs> what was that? No, what? 
<laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with it. I don't know either, but it's the first time we've done this segment. So, so here you go. Uh, yeah, thanks for the uh, for that background music. Uh, quite perfect. But, uh, Kate, Kate, one of our listeners sent this in. Chad Morton says she had a uh, Chad Morton jersey. Chad, now, Chad Morton was number 20 with the Redskins, right? Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. He was. He was fast. He, used to, he, he was a... Uh, he was a. Uh, he used to dye his hair. He had kind of a short, curly hair, and he dyed his hair like blonde, which was obviously not his uh, his normal color. And he was a speedster. He was a jet. Yeah, and before that he was with the Redskins. Before that he was with the Saints. Saints, then Jets, Washington. Then he ended up with the Giants. But he was out of yeah. US, USC back in the nineties yeah. when uh, USC was kind of sucking. Yeah, when they were on their, you know, they weren't all that good before Carroll got there. Pete Carroll. Right. And turned them into the NFL 33 team. But Ch- uh, Chad Morton, he's a younger brother of uh, wide receiver Johnny Morton. Um, and um, I'm trying to think. He was like the first alternate to the Pro Bowl in 2005. I believe you are correct. I believe you are correct. He was pretty good. Yeah. Um, he was kind of like all those guys. Like they brought in Randy Thomas that year and John Hall, the kicker, who looked like that dude from the replacements that like – you know, he just finished drinking a beer and he had to run on and, and kick a field goal kind of guy. Yep. And uh, who was the other guy? They brought in him and Randy Thomas and, oh, yeah, Laverne Cole. <laughs> and then we traded him back for Santana Moss. This is Santana hamstring Moss. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, you know, mixed results with the guys. Randy Thomas, had a, a, you know, was injured, but he could still, you know, barbecue a mean burger and a mean uh, butter cookie if you watch Comcast. Um, and, and, you know, Santana Moss, of course, caught those two super touchdowns against the Cowboys a couple of years ago. And it's a threat on every play. Right. Well, now, and, uh, John a- Hall, John Hall just, John Hall just ran out of leg, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He kind of ran out of leg. I don't think he's playing anymore. He might be our where are they now next week if someone, uh, requests him. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the whole thing about this is called where are they now? And, um, not where are they Where then? are they now? Not where were they then? Um, and we, are they? he kind of told you, I mean, like Chad Morton, he, uh, 2000, he had a, uh, great year with the New Orleans Saints. Um, uh, you know, he, he tied an NFL record, uh, single game playoff, 13 receptions that year. But where is he now? Well, in 2007, Chad Morton was released from the New York Giants in February, New York football Giants. And, um, what we've heard is, uh, in, in somewhere down in Texas working at a Whataburger. <laughs> no, no, not seriously. We don't know exactly where Chad Morton is now. We know he was released from the Giants, but what he's doing, he might just be kicking back, uh, enjoying retirement at this point. Um, unfortunately, uh, that's all we know about Chad Morton. Yeah, he's not playing right now. He's, uh, he is out of the league. But since, we don't know if he is uh, joining into the, uh, the, uh, the arena league or anything like that, but as far as we know, he is not playing. But, uh, you know, since, um, since Kate wrote in about it, we decided we, we find out what we could, and we got more of the uh, where were they then. Anyway, Chad Morton, Kate, uh, thanks for your, for writing in, too. She also has somebody else she wants to check out. So, uh, um, you know, we'll, we'll put that on the docket. And uh, We'll put that on the docket if we don't get a uh, response um, in the next week before the next podcast. That's the 130, the 1-plus Brian Mitchell episode. Um, if you guys have a player that you remember from that back in the day, like Ali Haji Sheik, 
That's a good one. Um, if you have a where are they now, you're just like, what the hell ever happened to, what the hell ever happened to Daryl Brown? Where's he now? <laughs> um, email us at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com or give us a ring-a-ding-ding on the Harry Hog hotline or the, uh, what's the new name? The Hogline. Hogline. 206-426-1251. If you have a cell phone and you have minutes like after nine or after seven or on three weekends, give us a ring-a-ding-ding. We don't answer it. It just goes to voicemail. Leave a good message. Not only if you have the best one, but where are they now? If you leave a good message, we may just have you on the uh, any podcast where everyone can hear you. Uh, you ramble, telling us how much you hate the Cowboys. <laughs> um, you know, also for those of you who enjoy doing the research out there, if you find a player, you know, for the Redskins, you know, if you got somebody in your hometown that played for the Redskins in 1978, and now they're like the manager of the local Foot Locker, I mean, let us know. Um, we don't care if they played, you know, second string. <laughs> At least we can say, you know, here they were, they were on the roster, and now they're managing the Foot Locker. Go buy some shoot, you know, some sneaker balls from these guys. So, um, you know, let us know what's going on. If you got some research that you've done, or you know somebody who's a former Redskin, we'd love to hear it from the podcast. <laughs> you know, you got the new Jordan. <laughs> yeah, you man. You got the new Jordan. Dude, Hold we need on, to wrap this thing about up. That one tackle out, man. <laughs> All right, dudes. Um. All right, dude, Aaron's going to cut us off. Yeah, yes. there's a storm, and I keep hearing it crackling on the phone line. I got you. All righty. Okay, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Go on eBay and buy that ticket if you want to go see the game with me and Josh, and or me and John, and pretend that you're Josh. That's right. Be a standing. You, you can be Josh for, for the two events. That'd be awesome. It could be live with Aaron Blank and John. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a celebrity auction. <laughs> fill, in the, fill in the blank. We'll even put your head on the. We'll, we'll even put your head on the couch that week on the uh, Harry Hogan yeah. site. Yeah, we'll take a picture of you that weekend and put your head on the couch for Josh. <laughs> yeah, dudes. So just go to the front page of our site, and there's a link to the auction, and it ends tomorrow, or which will probably be today, since I'm not going to get this posted until tomorrow, since the storm's coming through. But anyway, Sunday, what the 13th. All right, dudes. Um, I'll talk to you guys later. Um, Hail to the Redskins. And as usual, if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what? Joke on! Joke on! Joke on! That's right. Joke on! Joke on! And not choke them, but choke them. Unless you you see them. Joke on! Joke on! Joke on! I'm a press operator here in Jersey. And um, I have a setup guy that helps me clean up my press every once in a while. But every single time he comes over to help me clean up, I uh, I put your podcast on. It just irritates him, you know, because you guys talking about all the Redskins news and you guys are joking these Cowboy fans. And he gets, like, mad every single time. One time he comes over, and it just happens to be at the uh, end of the podcast where you guys are saying if you see a Cowboys fan, joke him. Um, he misunderstood you guys, and he thought you said, um, if you see a Cowboys fan, choke him. Like, he got mad. He, his face got red. He got all offended and just started getting nasty. He's like, what's that all about? You know, what, what kind of what kind of stuff are you listening to? And he just got pissed, dude. And uh, so every time I see him walk across the press room floor, I yell, if you see a Cowboys fan, choke him. And uh, so that's the way I'm doing it here in Jersey. So I just thought you, you guys would think that was funny. Anyway. Um, I'll let you guys go. I don't want to run this too long, but uh, you know, I just wanted to let you guys know. I know this, okay? In New Jersey, 
there the house rocking like FedEx Field every Sunday. All right, guys? So I look forward to you guys every week, and I'll talk to you. Later.